This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the presence of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord is so good in bringing us together like this. Yeah, God is so good in uh, those of us that are, that are online at this point watching us. Praise the Lord. God's word uh, is, um, is alive and active. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord has a purpose for your life today. This evening, the Lord has a purpose for your life. And uh, I love, um, as uh, Pastor Dilip was praying, uh, I love that utterance the Holy Spirit gave him. Lord, uh, cause us um, to experience a higher quality of life. Hallelujah. Uh, let us raise our standard of living. Yeah, and, um, you know, when you speak about such things in the, in the worldly manner, on a secular manner, they have a, you know, they compare countries by the standard of living. And... Um, um, that's, you know, in that realm. In their realm, they have a, they have a way in which they go about those things. Uh, you know how uh, desperate um, some can be to move from one country to another to experience a higher standard of living. Yeah, and uh, we, a lot of people live their entire life chasing after um, this higher standard of living and um, uh, it brings to mind when you consider the people in the world it brings to mind the scripture Jesus said about gaining the whole world but losing your soul so Jesus wants us to know something and this evening I believe the Spirit of God taking from what the Spirit gave utterance to you I believe the Spirit of God wants to minister to us that um, uh, that there is a life by the soul amen there is a life by the soul. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It is a life um, in abundance that, that, um, that channels the resources of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is there a, if the scripture has popped up in your mind, please feel free to share. You know, a life by the soul. This is what we are after. A high standard of living by the presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A higher standard of living by the Holy Spirit. You were saying? Yes, even as your soul prospers. Isn't that amazing? May you prosper in all things as your soul prospers. Glory to God. That's the standard of living we are after. If you agree with me, you can say amen. That's the standard of living we are after. As our soul prospers, everything else falls in place. Glory. Everything else falls in place. And um, Christ's teaching, it's very important for the church to understand that Christ's uh, elaborate teaching, I must say, because one lifetime is not enough, really. Frankly, to study the things that Christ has taught us, one lifetime is not enough. That's why he gave us the help of the Holy Spirit, so we can have revelation moments. Amen. That allow us to access this. The teaching of Christ causes our life to get to a new level. It works with, from within us. Amen. It works from within us. Rivers of living water come from within us. 
It's, uh, it's not the money in the bank. It's not, um, you know, your sort of career guidance. It is uh, a prospering of the soul. Hallelujah. A prospering of the soul. Amen. The Lord was reminding me today, man should not live by bread alone. The Lord reminds us, he should remind you daily, you do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. There's a life by the Spirit. Glory. There is a life by the Spirit. Disciples are to be known by that life by the Spirit. I was uh, counseling a couple about two weeks back and uh, uh, married life should be, the fuel of married life for a Christian should be life by the Spirit. Flesh will disappoint. Flesh has only so much resources. There's only so much resources. You have to rely on the Holy Spirit. You know, what God, uh, uh, everything that we have, life, relationships, um, everything that has any meaning, um, stewardship, um, all of these things are not man's idea. It's God's idea. And uh, we need to live by the Spirit. Live by the Spirit. Allow our souls to be equipped. Allow our souls to be a place where the, the Spirit of God has sway. And that's where the teachings of Christ come in. Praise the Lord. Amen. God has brought each of you here and those of you that are watching as well, I believe that God has already put you in a certain gear. Therefore, we are moving in that gear. Yeah. So stay with the Spirit. Yeah. Stay with the Spirit. Stay in the gear of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And uh, these teachings of Christ raise up our standard of living. Uh, for those of you that may be watching us now, maybe watching us later, um, at some point, I do not know at one point, it's like there's this uh, wonderful Bible teacher keeps joking about YouTube and he says, you may be watching me 25 years later. You know, interesting, isn't it? I don't know if we have 25 years. When, uh, of course, he exaggerates even beyond. Uh, it might be 70 years later you're listening to me right now, but the Word of God is active the word of God is relevant. Praise the Lord. If you are listening to us, if you are hearing this, I want you to know the strength you require to live this life is found in the life of the Spirit. Oh, I don't know. The Lord is just is, yeah. is putting that in my heart again and again. It's a life by the Spirit. The love your husband or your wife should enjoy is a love that goes beyond the flesh. It is a love that is coming from the wellspring of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Amen. The wellspring of the Holy Spirit. Can you, can you imagine how deep those wells are? I mean, in Kerala, we have plenty of wells to consider, um, you know, the depth of these wells. Isn't it fascinating? I don't know about you. I used to visit homes. One of the things that we used to do some years ago was if they had a well, you wanted to peep in. Because every well was, had some sort of difference. You're aware of that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah, the depth can uh, be different, the width can be different, the material used can be different, the condition of the rings can be different. Uh, it's fascinating. All kinds of plants may be growing. It's, it's, it's fascinating. Paul, uh, when you're in Kerala, I encourage you to take a look at those wells. And God has a lot to say about wells. God has a lot to teach about wells. And I believe 
these things the Lord has used, they will never leave us till he comes back. We'll always have wells. So the wellspring of your life, where are you drawing your strength from? Where are you drawing your ideas from? Where are you drawing your uh, capacity, capacity? Where does your capacity come from? Your, the well of your flesh will dry up. Yeah, the well of the flesh will dry up, but the well of the spirit never dries up. Amen. It just keeps coming. It just keeps coming. Uh, it, it, uh, it gives you such capacity and ability that others will wonder, how are you doing this? How is it possible? So Christ and his teachings, so important. You know, study the word of God. It's, it comes from the depth of the Holy Spirit. This plea to his church, study the word of God. Invest your time, your energy, your um, uh, pursue it with prayer. And, and realize how, how Lord, how can I live this life by the Spirit? Thank you, Jesus. How can I live this life by the Spirit? You know, when I was speaking to you about this couple, they're, they're a beautiful couple. You know, precious couple, beautiful couple. But, um, you know, give or take a few years of, you know, taking their focus off Christ. Give or take a few years, maybe months. I'm not sure about the period of time. But let the uh, worries of this world entangle you. And, and, and uh, Satan goes for the relationship. Satan goes for the relationship. Satan goes to choke those relationships God has put in your life. Turn to the Spirit. Turn to the Spirit. Michael, you are blessed to hear the word of Christ. You are blessed to hear such teaching in this church. Let Jesus change you. Don't build your life on the flesh. Yeah, it will fail. Build your life on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, praise the Lord. Build your life on the Holy Spirit. Grab these things. Build your life on the Holy Spirit. Lean not on your own understanding. Lean on God's understanding. Praise the Lord. Lean on God's understanding. Concerning every subject, every matter, lean on God's understanding. Praise God. Yes, praise God. Lean on God's understanding. The Holy Spirit is saying very clearly, don't lean on your own understanding. Lean on God's understanding. Immerse yourself. Study the word of God. I can't say this enough. I feel the, the uh, unction of the Spirit. Just study the word of God. Study the word of God. As technical as you can get, you may be able to, you know, you may be able to... Um, uh, you know, juggle uh, guitar units or um, MIDI uh, equipment. You may be able to juggle these things. You may be able to, uh, like those sitting at the back, you know, look at three screens and make sense of everything that's going on there. Uh, you may be those that, you know, can, um, yeah, it's like you they make this thing look like an orchestra. But I, I want you to know, Concerning every subject, you must personally be under the Holy Spirit. Last time that we, we gathered like this, the Spirit of God explicitly told us that we must uproot that which is not 
that is that which is not from Christ. <sighs> Praise God. You must uproot that which is not from Christ. Nidu, where's the big man? Oh, okay. You must uh, uproot that which is not, that is not in line. You must uproot it. You may have picked it up from your father. Yeah, we were just speaking about you. You may have picked it up from your father. You may have, maybe you've, you saw it in your mother. Maybe you saw it in your friends. Maybe you picked it up at your school. Maybe it's something that your friend shared with you. You need to examine everything. Examine everything. It may be your understanding of sexuality that you need to change. Because the world is teaching us a lot of rubbish. 24-7, 365 days, right from whenever you got exposed to these things or you start to understand things, this stuff has been poured into your head. Stuff that is opposed to the knowledge of God. The Spirit of God does not want you to live like that. The, the, the quality of life uh, in living in the world is extremely poor. You can be in a Porsche, you can be considered worldly, in worldly sense you may be considered prosperous, but you are in a desperate condition. Hallelujah. You know, those of you married must seek the Lord's face and how you are to go about treating your spouse. How you are to go about treating your spouse. How you are to go about treating your, your in-laws. How you to go about um, taking care of your children. Those of you that are not married must immerse yourself in every subject, preparing yourself for every responsibility Christ desires to give you. Yes, you are responsible. You are responsible. My dear Christian, you are responsible for every thought that you have. What you do with every thought, you are responsible. You will give account for every word that proceeds, careless word. So we are accountable for our lives. We are called to live a, a, a high standard of living. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, I often, huh? abundant, abundant life. I often tell people, you are to be the happiest people on earth. The church is to be the happiest people on earth. I, get, I got no amens. I'm speaking to the church of the living God. Yes. Um, uh, every Bible study for the last, I don't know how many months, we have been reading that particular word, Again and again and again, happy, happy, happy. The first, you know, the, I got so upset the first time that I heard there was the secular song that, that became quite, um, quite popular some years ago. Uh, I, I, the first time I heard it, I, I, was, I was extremely upset because if there is a group of people that, that have the right to sing that song in the right way... <laughs> It was the church. The song had, you know, it just kept on going happy, 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 happy. I'm not singing the tune. 
If there was a group, and uh, strangely, some years down the road, the person who who uh, uh, who performed that song mentioned that he grabbed the idea from some black church. Of course. Say happy. happy. Quality of life. Quality of life. Deep wells. Deep wells. I should be looking at, you know, deep wells. Deep wells of, of uh, the Spirit's love. Deep wells of the Spirit's wisdom. I mean, each of us should be such uh, brilliant conversationalists. People should love to hear you speak. Deep wells, high quality of life. Now, we will not achieve this unless we immerse ourselves under our master. Unless we immerse ourselves in the master's teaching. We must immerse ourselves. Uh, we must know the Bible like the back of our hand. And the Bible should know us like the back of his hands. Completely exposed to the word of God. Last week, we, we, it was a wonderful quote. I, I can't remember offhand who said it. But, um, you know, the aim of Bible study is not that we master the Bible. The aim of Bible study is that the Bible masters us. Amen. Whew. Glory. That the Bible masters us. That every conversation we have, there is a third person in the conversation. Glory. Is that how it is for you? Is that your experience? Let me tell you, that is how the Holy Spirit wants you to experience. Every conversation you have, there is a third person in the conversation. It's the Holy Spirit speaking what? The Word of God. The Word of God. The Word of God. Amen. So I want to give you a small recap from the last week. Um, I also want to encourage you that, um, you, know, uh, you know, when you go back home, do homework. These are, uh, uh, these are the foundational teachings of the disciple. Hallelujah. If anybody asks you um, concerning any subject, a Christian perspective is found in the Sermon on the Mount. Let me repeat this. If anybody asks you any subject, you will be able to speak to them with great authority and with great depth because every subject is covered in the Sermon on the Mount. So I encourage you, go back home, do homework. You know, I hope you've started a personal study of your own on the Beatitudes in the Sermon on the Mount. Those of you that are watching us regularly, I hope that you have started a serious, in-depth Bible study of the Sermon on the Mount. If not, I encourage you to do so. I encourage you to do so. So much so that I, I, I'm, I'm like we spoke uh, the few times that we spoke about the subject, I am desirous that you are also giving me input uh, at the end of these Bible studies or at the beginning when we meet, uh, that you also would be giving me input on hey, that verse, that, that particular uh, section of the Sermon on the Mount. Man, I, I, I studied that passage. And then, man, did you know this? Did you know that? Little. 
I, I checked that section out and, uh, you know, I, I studied that portion. Did you know? Did you, and he calls me, uh, Aja. Yeah. Very, very, very uh, tender way of, of, uh, of calling me. He, he calls me Aja and he, and he calls many over here, uh, those are elder to him. He says, it's, it's beautiful the way you say it. Yeah. Every time you say it, it's such a blessing. It, it gets my attention. And, uh, but um, I, I, this must also, you know, the word is, means what? What does it mean? Elder brother, father. It's, you know, it's in those. Uh, and what do elder brothers and fathers do? They impart. So I desire to impart this in you, a very strong Bible study. A person, I bless you to be a person who, who immerses himself in the word of God. So last week we had uh, done a few things. I just uh, sort of recap it for you. Um, compassion is the foundation of Christian ministry. Actually, I realized something um, on the video. This, you know, if you keep it here, it shows up. And, um, you know, it's got revelation written on it. <laughs> it's nice. Compassion is the basis of foundation of Christian ministry. I'm going to say, make a statement that, uh, uh, that is um, uh, encouraging you to move to that place. May you not move a chair. May you not move a chair in the kingdom of God, in the service of the kingdom of God without compassion. See, it's possible for us to switch off. It's possible for us to get into, see, right now you have the an amazing, uh, you know, ministry of, uh, uh, of outreach to the schools. It's fantastic. Praise the Lord. You know, I, I remember standing uh, with the band members at the first school that you ministered, and I, and I just proclaimed this over the band members. I said, this is the greatest job on the earth. I mean, blessing children, oh my, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do you have any idea what you are doing? I hope so. I hope that you, you know, you have a smile that cannot be wiped away that lasts for two years because you ministered in Nicholson School. See, that is how when you, when you truly appreciate what you have done, uh, it will put a smile on your face that no money on earth can put that smile on your face. But if your smile is easily wiped off, you need to examine what's going on with me. It is a great privilege and opportunity. And uh, it's possible that in the rig now, you know, you, you call it the rig. So you're, you know what to do. You get to the place. There's the unloading going on. There's the, the gloves on certain people's hands. There's the, there's the um, you know, the, the chain that is formed. I, I was one, seeing those gloves on certain people's hands and wishing that they were on all the hands. Um, so, which is something they had a vision for. Eh? I believe it's still there. Anyway, so <laughs> glory, praise the Lord. And, uh, um, you know, all that stuff's going, you know what to do. Now, by the third or fourth program, it will be, you know, you're like a machine. But the foundation has to be compassion. 
you can never switch off. You know, you, you put those, uh, uh, you know, OHP sheets back in, you know, at the end of the service. Uh, it's a wonderful sight, uh, the faithfulness with which, you, with, you, with which you do it. But you must also, uh, there must be that compassion. How does compassion underwrite something or gird something like that? You're a person always in prayer. You're a person who's praying constantly. You're praying that the work of your hands builds the kingdom of God. Someone say amen. You're constantly praying because you know without him you can do. I can't hear you. Without him you can do. And if you want to make a spiritual impact, the, he has to echo what you are doing. Glory to God. Did you hear me? If you want to make a spiritual impact, there has to be the hand of God behind what you're doing. I'll repeat that again. If you want to make a spiritual impact that lasts, a spiritual impact the way the Spirit of God wants you to, to have, then there must be the hand of God behind you. And this hand of God will proceed through you in the music you play, the work that you do in the kingdom, when you are you're girded, undergirded, and you're operating in compassion. That's what will make you smile at, at, a, at a child who may be bullied in, church, in, the, in the school. That's when you will do extraordinary things. Supernatural things. That your smile will not be reserved for the prettiest, but your smile will also be available to the ugliest, quote, unquote. Do you understand what I'm saying? Suddenly you see the broken reed. Compassion will cause you to see the broken reed. And you will operate like Jesus. And you will put your hand on that student. You will shake his hand. He'll be like, what is going on here? I hope your vision is not to be like the world's superstars. I hope your vision is to be superstars in the kingdom of God. Stars in appreciation of God. You may not be found in the front page. You may not be found in the, you know, massive advertisements. You may not be found there, but the angels know your name. The angels know that when they want to touch a human life, you're available. The angels know that when they want to touch a broken reed and heal a broken person, that you are available. How are you available? You are merciful. Filled with mercy and compassion. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do not switch off. Don't think that, uh, you know, glamour is the beginning and end of everything. Realize that true glamour is a man walking in compassion. Yielded to the Holy Spirit. You catch that, church. True glamour is a person yielded to the Holy Spirit, walking in compassion. His name is Jesus. Amen. His name is Jesus. He hears a man crying in the other streets. He hears, he sees the man who's uh, climbed up 
the man who is short in stature you know one of the things the holy spirit uh, will teach you in ministry is that these are the things you suddenly are looking for what <laughs> the weak things of this world i want that to sink in that's right the spirit of god will teach you i'm telling you you need to examine who is teaching you is it the spirit of god if it's the spirit of god then you begin to notice the weakest you begin to notice the most broken you you begin you begin to notice the uh, the um, uh, what do you call them the cast away people you begin to notice the people in desperation because you're walking in compassion and you are now walking in the power of the holy spirit miracles will happen amen amen even the one that collects and god bless you for the way you serve the lord <sighs> may you continue and grow in the way that you serve god that's amazing but even you yes realize it's not just the people on stage even you be open to casting a smile at somebody amen praying for somebody so suddenly you'll find yourself you know you've you've left you know don't that's why i tell people don't don't get um, you know take care of these things i'm waiting for the amen take care of these things take care of it absolutely but don't get lost in them amen amen operating compassion you are here to build the kingdom you're here for living stones amen even tide yeah gets you the so far yeah it's just a machine we are here to build living stones be open you know to being led by the spirit to pray for somebody when you go to that school uh, you know pray for someone uh, do you know that you're, you're ministering to the people who set up your um, set up the stage you're ministering to people that come and give you a coffee is foundational to christian ministry this church i i pray and bless the church with compassion you know i i i remember telling you yeah amen amen receive it church uh, let this be a place where people experience tangible compassion it's like they can cut it with a knife glory these are the things we pray for lord fill this place with the the compassion of the holy spirit that when a person comes here if their back is bent they leave here straightened up blessed are the merciful yes the holy spirit is able to operate in their midst the name of mercy is the holy spirit amen praise the lord compassion is foundation to christian ministry another thing that we mentioned last week was legalism chokes compassion legalism so i mentioned this and i just went uh, into the next section actually last week's uh, teaching session was is like four sessions were combined and uh, if you go over to truth begets truth the you know the channel that's there um, you will notice that these messages get split into like four parts and all so don't don't, don't like what's going on it's because um, we're doing bible study 
Praise the Lord. We are doing Bible study. And uh, I, I want to encourage every one of you that's coming, those of you that do plan to come, those of you that are regular, um, you know, uh, it's intense. Praise the Lord. Praise God. It is meant to be intense. Bible study is meant to be intense, yes. That's why I tell you, you know, uh, if you are doing Bible study, you'll find yourself involved in Bible study uh, 45 minutes, one hour, two hour, three hour, four hour, five hour. Uh, it can even go six hours. You take a break in between, you come back. That's how the Holy Spirit wants to teach you. Paul went off when he disappeared for three and a half years. Any of you disappear three and a half years to just study the word? Are you aware? This is the only way we'll, you know, let you guys disappear. Of course, having told, yeah, necessary people that you are going to spend time with the Holy Spirit. It's a foundation of uh, Christian ministry. If you're going to study these, if you study the ministers of God, they spend time with God. Whether you're a musician, whether whatever you're doing, if you are engaged, if you're planning to put your hand on that plow, and I'm looking at a lot, I mean, in, in, this, in this setup, every one of you has put your hand in some way or the other. I hope you're aware, huh? Don't think that, oh, I'm just doing the OHP, so I'm like, I'm safe. No, you're not safe. You put your hand. And, and if you think that, you know, all the many knobs that you're handling, may, you know, uh, the, the least of the, of the mixing um, gadgets called the light engineer, um, you know, if you think that that, no, no, you touch the plow. And this is serious. And uh, every single one of you, uh, every person that's in front of me at this point, all of you are involved in ministry. It's amazing. Every single one of you are involved in ministry. Michael, that includes you. And the little lady here as well. Yes. It involves all of you. All of you are involved in ministry. And uh, God wants you to spend intense time studying the word of God. Praise the Lord, you're, you're ready to move to a higher place. Amen. Greater rejoicing. I'm telling you, spending time with God releases greater rejoicing. Brings a wider smile. Amen. Oh, glory to God. It brings a wider smile on your face. You never knew you could smile like that. So the Lord is taking to a higher place. To a higher place and is calling you this evening. This is completely spirit. Uh, what's going on at this point of time, I, I believe God is calling every single one of you. None of you are here by accident. Not a single one of you are here by accident. You needed to hear this. Spend time studying God's word. Prepare, 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 prepare. Uh, the Lord wants to release an anointing of mercy uh, that will transform uh, a nation. An anointing of mercy that will transform a nation. There's a word for you. 
He wants to release that. And uh, the length and breadth of this country is going to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. It's the greatest job on earth. It's the greatest job on earth. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, I always remember what Billy Graham said. Somebody said, why don't you run for president? And uh, given the time and era he was in, uh, the chances of winning, uh, winning was, uh, it was highly likely he could have become president of the United States. That's the kind of reputation he had. Do you know what his reply was? When somebody said, why don't you run to be the president of the United States, the most celebrated office on the earth? Do you know that? Recently, I saw Modi's, uh, our Prime Minister, his reaction to the President of the United States coming over to him and just touching him on the shoulder. It was like, you know, I think some of you saw it. <laughs> it was like, uh, <laughs> whew. So this is the most coveted uh, earthly office. Do you know what Billy Graham replied to the person who said, you know, why, why don't you run for President? He said, I cannot stoop down. I cannot stoop down from what God has called me to do. Amen. So I mentioned this thing about legalism chokes compassion. Um, uh, the Pharisees couldn't understand the Jesus phenomenon. <clears throat> Hallelujah. This is a church where the Jesus phenomenon happens week after week. In school after school. The Jesus phenomenon. Amen. Keep legalism away. Kick it out of the door. What is legalism? Self-righteousness. Throw it out of the door. No. I am who I am by the grace of God. Amen. Say it with me. I am who I am by the grace of God. Oh, stay in that place. Stay in that place. Let the holiness flow all around you. But stay in the place. I am who I am by the grace of God. Those of you who understand this. See, um, <laughs> that's why we did this extended study on Romans chapter 9 last week. You've you got to realize there's mercy in front of you, mercy behind you, mercy over you. It's all mercy. Praise the Lord. Your name was etched, was added, was grafted in to the kingdom of God because of mercy. Because God said, I will have mercy on whom I will have. So, you know, no matter what you can claim as your achievement, it is only mercy that's the beginning. It's only mercy that's the glue. It's only grace that's keeping you. Stay in that place. Throw legalism out. Yeah. Be constantly aware of the filthy rags that you try to pretend is the righteousness of God. Shake yourself. I have to, I have to do it. You know, I have every, you know, maybe every month, every month and a half, you've got to do that, sh- the, hello. What's this filthy stuff I'm putting on myself? The things that I think are the righteousness of God. Is it really? Make sure you get rid of those filthy rags. You heard about it when Joy was ministering. Pastor Joy was ministering as well. Get rid of those, you know, don't become puffed up. 
won't talk to anybody, won't minister to anybody, won't, you know, uh, suddenly your nose is going higher and higher and higher. You know? I see that in the church. I see it happen in the church. The nose goes higher and higher and higher. No, keep the nose uh, balanced. <laughs> keep it steady. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Yeah, be, be watchful for that which Jesus warned us. Be careful of yeah, the leaving of the Pharisees and, and um, uh, stay out of there. Let compassion. How, uh, how, does it, how do you know it's kept in check? It's compassion. Compassion is the litmus test. Are you operating in compassion? Are you ministering to people? Are you a person praying for so many? Uh, are you a person that uh, uh, cries out for, um, uh, for, for others, for their, for their needs? We'll get into that very soon. Hallelujah. Time flies. Doesn't it? Yes, time flies. Last week we also considered that the mercy of God is the principle by which I'm repeating this and I'm doing this recap. I usually don't do such a long recap, but this recap is because I need you to settle it. Yeah, I need you to settle into it. The mercy of God is the principle by which God is sovereign in your life. I'm going to repeat that because you're looking at me in that way. So I'm going to repeat that again. The mercy of God is the principle by which God is sovereign in your life. He can do whatever he wants. Amen. He can do whatever. Wake up in the morning with that confidence. You need to tell that to yourself. God is sovereign over my life because I receive the mercy of God. That's why songs like, uh, mercy is falling, is falling, is falling. Mercy is falling like the sweet spring rain. That's why songs like that release uh, revival. Stay there. Because God is sovereign as he operates in mercy. I will have mercy on whom? This is how you should say it. I will have mercy on whom I? I will have compassion on whom I will? See, what's the thing about Compassion. Compassion and mercy is proceeding from, from a place where there is plenty coming to a place where there is nothing. So you qualify. Amen. We qualify. Here I am, Lord. That's what you should do every morning. Don't, don't um, fall prey for depression. Uh, where the mercy of God is, there is no place for depression. Ah. All of you are looking at me like you've never had an issue with depression. In my experience, depression comes knocking almost every other week. Not just me, a lot of people that, you know, you come across in the church. It's, uh, Satan wants you depressed. He wants you to think that you're paupers when you are children of the king. You're children of the king. Hallelujah. Wake up in the morning when you, are, you enter your quiet time, your time in the presence of God. Enter with boldness. Because here I am. My feet are walking on that which 
no demon can can ever has does not have any authority on what on that which i am walking uh, no devil can stop that which is drawing me towards god uh, all his plans and weapons fall flat uh, they become powerless in the in the um, uh, tr- to uh, to try and uh, destroy this foundation on which i am walking this foundation is called the mercy of god That's why it says the gospel is the is the glory is the power of God. The gospel of the compassion of Jesus Christ. Amen. The gospel of the compassion of Jesus Christ is the power of God. Jesus compassion is the power of God. did he not illustrate it to us over and over that when he felt compassion history changed when he felt compassion individual lives changed their history changed do you know what you are operating on the compassion of jesus we have a high priest please fill the blanks who sympathizes with us what is the basis of our vibrant spiritual life the sympathy of jesus you know it's possible that we can lose our way we 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 can uh, think it is something else we we think that you know it's because i am doing all of these great things that's why i can look at jesus no you can look at jesus and jesus smiles upon you because he sympathizes with you he has compassion for you and is a compassion see the problem with us is we think his compassion is like our compassion it comes and goes that's the problem you think that he is like you he is not like you he is the same yesterday today his sympathy is the same yesterday his sympathy is the same today and his sympathy will stay the same forever satan lies to you he has not changed towards you he will not change is that good news is that good news is that good news he does not change his compassion is still the same age to age his faithfulness is the same generation to generation his faithfulness is the same praise the lord god is huh it never ceases oh i love that song i was reminded of that song Ooh, the steadfast love of the lord never ceases uh, i was uh, reminded about another song as well where um you know it was it has words on the lines of the compassion of god and the kindness of god and so many of those and you sense the presence of god immediately huh they are new every morning every time you say that they are new every i don't know this has been my experience i hope it's been the same with you every time i sang that song and you came to that part of the song they are new every morning you could feel the presence of god because that is the power of god understand i will have mercy on whom i will have glory i will have mercy on whom i will have 
I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. The word of God has spoken to you. All of you were there for the previous Bible study, so I want to say this. The word of God has spoken to you and has raised you up by the mercy of God, has raised you up for the glory of God. Somebody say amen. Amen, amen. The devil is powerless against the mercy and compassion of God. You are vessels of mercy. Any vessels of mercy here? Amen. Can I see that again? Vessels of mercy. Glory. You know, start calling yourselves these things. Start calling yourself what the word of God calls you. You were not my people, but you are my people now. I am God's people. I was not beloved, but now I am beloved. I am the beloved of the Lord. The apple of his eye. Now you know why the devil trembles. I mean, getting to the eye of a human being, it's defended by hands, legs, but it's, um, uh, anything can happen if you try to access somebody's eyes in a violent fashion. Anything can happen. It'll be karate, jiu-jitsu, whatever, things, many things can happen. You understand? And after that, you have to get past something that is, that is uh, f- you know, moving in the, uh, in the seconds realm. It's called your eyelashes. God is calling you the apple of his eye. You, you think it's easy for the devil to get to you. Uh-huh. Glory. That's why the angels appear and say, speak such things that we can't. See, because we don't immerse ourselves in these things. That's why we can't. Uh, we cannot grehikify it. I love that Malayalam word. You know, we can't. <laughs> You know, we can't understand it. Oh, valiant warrior. I mean, expect one of these days, an angel appears to you, Binoy, and says, oh, valiant warrior. Binoy will be looking at, uh, where's my children? Who is he talking about? (laughs) You are the apple of God's eye. Praise the Lord. You are the apple of God's eye. You have his attention. Such knowledge is too wonderful. You have his attention. His hand is upon you. His hand is upon you. You have his attention. Undivided attention. He neither sleeps. Undivided attention. Because I will have mercy on whom I will have. I will have compassion on whom I will have. You know the the title Israel is that the one who uh, strives with God and has overcome. Yeah. Why did they, why, how does one who strives with God overcome? <laughs> Glory. How does, huh? Uh, mercy. 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 You deceiver. Mercy. Mercy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Prayerfully, persistently. You know, as we continue this study on the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes, I I encourage you. 
I encourage you, those of you listening, I, I plead with you. If you are to hear this at some point of time, I plead with you. Let your character change. Jesus took the pains. He came down, put upon himself, took upon himself the likeness of a man and he humbled himself to teach you the Beatitudes. right Christ humbled himself you know many of us think it is it's exclusively the cross no it's the entire package from the time he went up to that mountain and he sat down and he his disciples came to him and he opened his mouth that is part of the humility he has humbled himself he has brought himself here to teach you a higher standard of life Today, you know, we are debating all sorts of things that are, that are forbidden in the Sermon on the Mount. Prayerfully, persistently, build your character on the Sermon on the Mount. <sighs> Michael, build your character. Remove everything else. Things that don't work with the Sermon on the Mount, throw it out. I, 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 I challenge you, do you have the guts to live the way Jesus wants you to live. Young man, young woman, do you have the guts to live the way Jesus wants you to live? You'll be a history maker. I repeat, you will be a history maker. Lay aside your own way and start walking the way Jesus wants you to walk. Make no excuses. Throw out every excuse. And start walking the way Jesus wants you to walk. Live your life like Jesus wants you to live. And you will see a great standard of living that is described as the kingdom of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Persistently, prayerfully, build your character on the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes. Hallelujah. See your past, present and future through the sovereign mercy and grace of God that has raised you up. Glory. What do you see in the future? What do you see in the future of your life? What do you see? Accomplishments of the mercy of God. Throw everything else out. What this person said, that person said, throw all those things out. What do I see in my future? The accomplishments of the mercy of God. Does that not uh, cause you to rise up? Does that not cause you to, to, um, to, be, to walk in faith? To expect, amen, to expect. That's why godly people said, you know, to expect what only God can do. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. See your past covered in the mercy of God. Glory. Oh, look back. It's mercy. 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 What do you see? Mercy. You did this, you did that. No, I just see mercy. I just see mercy. Because I cried out, Jesus. Have mercy on me. And he turned aside. Glory. And his face shone on me. Amen. Glory, that's my past. Anyone, any one of you want to know my past? You know, I, I get these really strange experiences when I visit, you know, different places. One of the things that people misunderstand 
uh, when they when they look at my face, you know, at some detail, is they'll notice there's a there's like a, something that looks like a what do you call it? Uh, piercing. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know, I've had people come up to me and say, "Bhangra pastor, le." I mean, you you had some pastor. I said, "What happened?" Allah, chevile piercing, piercing. This is actually a birthmark. My son has it as well, and trust me, he has not got any piercing. <laughs> He's got it at the same place. So sometimes I'm tempted to just leave it, you know, oh, and uh, let that aura stay and all this. That's not a godly aura. <laughs> you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Amen. Say amen. <laughs> What's my past? Covered in the mercy of God. What's my present? Covered in the mercy of God. You know, don't, uh, you know, many of us are, you know, just waiting for some calamity. No, mercy. Somebody say amen. amen. You know, we are, we are like, you know, forever worried about some calamity. Oh, yo, I, I tell people, I see Christians who, you know, read Madarama, I say, oh, yo, I, I tell them, you know, take it easy. Don't let that be the first thing you read. You know, be, be very careful. Don't let that be the first meditation. Uh, I know Christians who've gotten completely messed up, thanks to Manarama. Just the junction just close by. I mean, the number of lives they're going to have to give account for, who you? Your pastor used to work with Manarama. <laughs> now he's operating in the kingdom of God. Amen. Man, that's one crazy place, what they churn out. It's crazy. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My past, my present, my future is covered with the sovereign. Say sovereign. sovereign. Say sovereign. sovereign. Yeah, these are words we should celebrate. You know, um, some of the things that concern me about uh, modern um, uh, lingo in the church or lingo in worship and all this, uh, terms like majesty, you know, and, and sovereignty. Uh, such words, see, they need to find its place because you need to think about it because um, grace is sovereignty. That's right. Glory. It's God's sovereignty. You need to know it's operating in your life. God will do whatever he feels like to, he wants to do with you. Some of you are worried. When, I, when you make that statement, some of you might be worried. No, no, move to faith. <laughs> Move to the word of God. His good, pleasing. Amen. Good, pleasing, acceptable will concerning you. Amen. He works all things together for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Paradise was not some, uh, it was not Bill Gates' idea. Paradise is God's idea. Garden of Eden is not some perfume. It is, it is God's idea. You know, recently I heard somebody say, you know, we were not built for all this, uh, for all this trouble. I'm mean, just allowing you to process it. You were not built for all this trouble. You were built for paradise. Huh? <laughs> Praise the Lord. We got so used to trouble, you know. We've gotten so used to trouble. <laughs> We've gotten so used to trouble. This is how, this is the only thing we, we yeah, we look at ourselves also. We're looking for bruises and and, uh, you know, we take pride in some of those cuts and bruises and all. <laughs> we got so used to it. But you were built for Eden. Oh, yeah. yes. 
Hallelujah. That's why it says he's mindful of your frame. Because he made your frame for Eden. Amen. 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 Be set free. We serve a good God. Be set free. We serve a good God. We serve a good God. Even in our troubles, we'll see his mercy triumph. Amen. We will see his mercy triumph. Oh, just praise the Lord. Just get close to this God. Get close to this God. He's a good God. Get close to him. Get close to him. Be, you know, be at his feet like Mary and, and every word. You're so good. Oh God, you're so good. You're so good. Every word. What did you say? How did you say it? I want to fill my mind with, your, with what you have to say. You, you, I just want to be next to you. Amen. Amen. You're the father of a child. Oh, how a father would, you know, as human fathers, you wish that you could be with every step of your child. Don't you wish that? Don't you wish that, Benoy? Dilip, yeah. You know, going down the stairs, you know, Danny will take my hand automatically. You know, coming down the steps in our house. He would just grab my hand automatically. And it's so precious. It's so precious. Some of you need to know what your, you know, your, the father's heart is. These are reflections of, uh, of that one relationship. We all need to grab that hand. We need to grab that hand. Don't let go of that hand. It's a good hand. It's a good hand. He loves you with an everlasting love. His mercy is for you. He knows you're hungry. He knows you're thirsty. He knows you have need for a mate. He, he knows uh, every breath you take. He knows every molecule. Amen. Every cell in your body. He knows. And uh, he, 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 he longs. Yes, Paul. Amen. Uh, he, he longs. <laughs> Uh, he he is a is a good good father. He's a good father, and his sovereign mercy is over you. See, the the imagery is all over the Bible. Uh, the prodigal when he returns, what does he see? Mercy running towards him. That's why uh, that's why uh, Phillips Craig Dean, uh, PCD Phillips Craig Dean, three pastors. Obviously, they'll write great songs. Uh, three pastors came together and, they, and they, they wrote a song, Mercy Came Running. Oof, I used to, I mean, every time I heard, uh, like a prisoner set free. Oh, past all my failures to the point of my need. Your past, your present, your future is covered by the sovereign mercy of God. And he desires to raise you up. There is no ceiling. Praise the Lord. There is no ceiling to the mercy of God. That's why Paul wrote by the Holy Spirit. He has raised us up and seated us in the heavenly places. Because there is no ceiling to the mercy. <laughs> to how far this mercy can lift you, the mercy of God. There is no ceiling to it. You are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Just say amen. Wow. I hope the Lord has ministered to you. Yes, the Lord has ministered to you. It's been a very 
uh, tender and, and uh, I am blessed by his presence. Blessed are the merciful, they shall be shown mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hello, this is Nisha Dilipkosh. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.